I won't lie to you, fight fans, we're on a bit of a cold streak in these fights we want to see lists. In 2020, we got half the fights we requested, but in the last two years, just three fights each. Are we picking ones that fans don't want to see, or are the matchmakers just out of touch with the people? My ego tells me it's the latter, so in the spirit of looking ahead to the new year, today we're going to give this a go again and talk about the fights we want, nay, need to see in 2023. And this time, we're going 10 for 10. Come back to this video on December 31st next year and marvel at how well we we saw the MMA landscape. Now, if you're new to these lists, these are the fights that we want that aren't really already a done deal. So if something's pretty much a lock to happen or has already been announced, it won't be included. That doesn't mean we don't want it though. All right, let's peer into the future. I'm Tommy from MMA On Point, and these are 10 fights we need to see in 2023. Number 10, Michael Chandler versus Conor McGregor. There was a bunch of buzz about this one because it was seemingly a done deal. That was until Dana White said he'd not moved on the fight at all. Well, never mind, I guess. Whether that's the truth or Dana just doing a Dana, is there a more obvious fight to make in the coming year? Chandler has proven himself to be MMA's Mr. Excitement since entering the UFC in 2021. The guy cannot have a boring fight, it's literally not possible. Perhaps more importantly though, despite his record in the promotion, he feels like a serious threat to anybody at 155 pounds. So who better to have the biggest star in the history of the sport return to fight? It's about that Connor can showcase his Connorness. It's truly almost guaranteed to be an instant classic, and for once it doesn't feel completely egregious as a McGregor return bout after a whole bunch of time off. It's not a title fight, it wouldn't award him one, although I might live to eat those words, but it still feels like a significant fight and that's important. It would sell a bajillion buys, it would be a blast. I mean, come on UFC, come on! Number 9, Sergei Pavlovich versus Cyril Gaon. Heavyweight could potentially be one of the most exciting divisions in 2023, which is crazy to think given how rough things have been as of late with Nganu out for the entire year, but there's a lot of potential awesome ahead. Tom Aspinall is returning. JBJ will hopefully be making his debut. We could get Stipe and Francis back. And of course, we have a couple absolute axe murderers in the form of Sergei Pavlovich and Cyril Gaon, who would be an absolute blast to see throw down. Not only that, but it just makes sense in terms of the division. Gaon is still in the top spot. Pav just moved to number three. They're both coming off devastating finishes of tied to Ivasa, poor guy. Pavlovich looked particularly unstoppable by railroading tie in under a minute. There's 20 two finishes between them. They both feel like the future of the division long term, but why wait to see this one down the line when they're both so highly ranked and we're in a bit of limbo as it pertains to the title and a few potentially big name contenders. The winner of this one's going to come out looking like a million bucks, and depending on what's going on with the championship at that time, not only would they have number one contender status, but potentially could be heralded as the uncrowned king of the division. It's high stakes, high skills, high weight. Let's do this shit in 2023. I am so damn high on that matchup. Number Number 8. Steven Thompson vs. Jorge Masvidal 2 Welterweight's title picture is an absolute buzzsaw right now. You've got the former P4P King Usman, new champ Leon, Hamzat, Colby, and Bilal with all legitimate chances of being the next champ. Gilbert Burns could still easily get back in the mix. And then you have Steven Thompson in a weird spot. Bilal and Burns have recently beat him. He's 1-2 in his last three, but he just had that fantastic win over Kevin Holland that reinvigorated everybody's love of Wonder Boy. So what do you do with this veteran karate styling motherfucker? He doesn't quite fit into the title mix, but we all want to see him do something big. The answer is Jorge Masvidal for a bunch of reasons. One, their first fight took place right before Gamebred's resurrection. It was the last loss he took before he reinvented himself and went on this massive star-turning run. Two, Masvidal desperately needs a solid win. After failing in back-to-back -back attempts at taking Usman's gold and then losing the blood feud with Colby, Jorge's momentum has slowed considerably. But a big Darren Till and or Ben Askren-like KO victory over Wonderboy, who's 
coming off that awesome victory against Holland would be a really big boost and get Jorge back on track. For Thompson, it's another fun fight stylistically, and one where he could yet again entertain the shit out of fans and show why he deserves to get thrown back into the top five mix to see if he can have one more run at gold. I think it's one that people would really enjoy. It's a fight night main event or a pay-per-view co-main. It could add some decent weight to a show. Everybody could benefit from this one. Mick, Sean, Hunter, Dana, you know what to do. Number seven. For the fifth time in this series, Valentin Shevchenko versus Amanda Nunes. JK, the bullet versus Tyler Santos. It finally happened. Flydor herself got taken to the brink in a flyweight title fight. I never thought I'd see the day. I certainly didn't think I would see it from Tyler Santos, which is not a knock on her at all. But seven defenses in without any real trouble, you get a bit complacent when watching Valentina. And Santos, while she had a few decent wins, there was nothing to indicate that she might dethrone the undethronable. I mean, she was a plus 450 underdog. But a close fight it was. While Val rallied in the championship rounds to secure a narrow split decision, round two, the only round in dispute really, had fans and media divided. While the majority felt Shevchenko did enough to earn the decision, at least eight media sources had it for Santos. Any way you look at it, it was a close fight, one that was the first true threat to the Bullets' reign at flyweight. How could we not want some resolution on this one? If there is any flyweight fight to make this coming year, it is certainly this championship rematch. Number six, Raphael Fazeev versus Dustin Poirier. With the almighty Volk ascending from featherweight to give us a super fight against Islam Makachev, one of the questions becomes what to do with the rest of the division in the meantime, because there's no clear contender right now. Charlie needs another win before we can start talking rematch. Gaethje hasn't fought since losing to Olives. Dariush needs one top five win. We already got Chandler hooked up with Connor. I'll tell you what we do. The Diamond shouldn't be next in line after beating Iron Mike, but another banger win would likely put him in consideration, and that could absolutely be against number six, Raphael Fazeev, fresh off the fight for his name against RDA. There can be only one. This one is perfect, really, when you think about it. Fazeev is an up-and-comer, 12-1, he's wrecking folks. Bonuses in his last five fights. A huge name win like Poirier, especially coming off that gutsy performance against Chandler, would be such a boost. And for Dustin, the old guard, the crafty vet, he gets to show that the old man still got it. Imagine if he beats the brakes off Raphael. What a massive statement that would be for him. Given the division's landscape, the fight just makes sense. I really hope we get this one in 2023. Number Five, Patty Pimblett versus Ilya Tsipuria. I mean, come on, how can you not want this one? Who cares if they're technically in different divisions? Patty's fought at featherweight, and Ilya beat Jai Herbert at lightweight. Who cares whether you think it would be competitive or not either? You don't know, it very well could be, especially at lightweight. I swear to God, Patty's 195 pounds. But honestly, all that's beside the point. Patty and Ilya would be a ton of fun. Pimblett is obviously the it kid right now in the sport. Pimblett, Pimblett. <laughs> Tapuria just got a really big boost at 282 by taking out Camo Man. They got this built-in beef already that's been running for a while now. They love talking shit to each other. The fans who love to hate Patty will be chomping at the bit to see Ilya get his hands on him. And Pimblet also has a real opportunity to get a win that helps legitimize him with those skeptical fans. Something he needs now more than ever after 282. Have you consulted me, manager, and see how much you're paying me for this interview? Hey! So come on, UFC, let's have some fun in 2023. Don't be scared, homies, to put Patty in the fire a bit. This fight would be so fun in the lead-up, in the cage itself. You little fast. And honestly, probably afterwards. It's the top fun fight for 2023, and it needs to happen. Number four, Cheeto Vera versus Sean O'Malley 2. I know, I know, if you ask Rainbow Road, he didn't lose the first encounter with Cheeto Vera in 2020 at UFC 252, but the vast majority of people would disagree. And while it was weird at the time to see O'Malley, 
O'Malley's drop foot lead to the fight's end, those type of finishes are becoming more common and accepted these days. When they first met, Sugar had just broken to the top 15, Vera wasn't even ranked, cut to 2023, Sean's bantamweight's numero uno, and Cheeto sits at four after a series of solid wins in the last two years. Was the first fight legit? <laughs> Was it still a bit unsatisfying? You betcha, especially with O'Malley refuting it. So why not run this one back and settle the score? The build would be a blast. These two are super entertaining in and out of the cage. You can't give Sugar Show a title shot off that controversial win over Pyotr Jan. I mean, you can, and the UFC probably will, but that's why we're providing a solid alternative here. Let's run back Cheeto versus Skittles, and the winner can fight for the title after that, since Dana now seemingly hates Marab Dewalishvili and will never see him in a gold bout. Speaking of the champ, though. Number three, Aljamain Sterling versus Henry Cejudo. How fucking fun would this be? As we said, Dana's disdain for Marab's last performance does not bode well for his future. We came up with a banger in Vera O'Malley. So what is a controversial champ like Sterling to do in the meantime? Fight a returning Triple C, of course. Better yet, have that as the main event and O'Malley Vera as the co-main? Chef's kiss. Oh my god, I would buy the shit out of that. Cejudo has been teasing a comeback to the sport ever since he got backstage following his abrupt retirement, and while at times it's a bit annoying, the conditions in the division are perfect for him to do so and cut the whole line of contenders. Ultimately, who wouldn't want to see this, right? Two champion-caliber champions championing it up against each other. Would love to see how Aljo handles Henry's wrestling, what Cejudo can do with Sterling's size. It's an intriguing matchup in so many ways and could make for a really fun fight, one that would be a big boost to an already hot division. I don't really know what's going on with Triple C and the UFC, but if there was ever a time to bring the man back, it's in 2023, and it's in this fight. Number two, Colby Covington versus Hamzat Shemaev. So if you remember, we requested this one last year, and we sadly didn't get it. Sounds like I something a nerd or a virgin would do. But we're hoping the second time's the charm. And honestly, not only does this one still work, Oh, come shot Chimaev. But I want it more now than I did even last year. What we don't want is Hamzat fighting for middleweight gold. Absolutely fucking not. First of all, GM3 doesn't grant you a title shot, I'm sorry. But secondly, I just don't want to see those fights. He's a grappling machine. He's Kurt Angle in his prime. Whether it's Pareda or Izzy, I just, I don't know. I don't care to see it. I feel like the outcome will be so obvious. Colby though, Colby motherfucking Covington. He finally settled his feud with Masvidal, kinda. It's hard to grant him another title shot off of that and otherwise he was inactive in 2022, so he needs a big win. And man, a big win would be Hamzat. It would be so huge if Colby defeated him. I love the matchup. I want to see how their grappling compares. I want to see what happens when they start throwing down because they can't get the fight to the ground. I want to see what Hamzat does with Colby's seemingly endless tank. The winner here gets skyrocketed no matter what. That's just good matchmaking. We didn't get it in 2022, but we need this one in 2023. Number one, John Jones versus literally any heavyweight. Last year on this list we demanded as our number one entry, JBJ versus whoever might be heavyweight champion when he arrived in 2022. When he arrived in 2022. Obviously our expectations were way too high. So at this point we will literally take anybody. Just fight somebody at heavyweight, John, in the next calendar year, please. For the love of fuck. Bring back West Cabbage if that's what it's gonna take. We don't care, just any heavyweight will do. Maybe you'll feel more comfortable if a middleweight steps up to fight you. That's fine. 
fine. I don't care. Put him in the cage at heavyweight. Just make it happen. UFC, pay him whatever it is you have to pay him just to get him in there for one time. Okay, we were being a bit unfair with all that. I do think John planned on fighting last year. Obviously didn't work out. I'm sure he wants to fight the top guys, but none of that really matters because he didn't and here we are again. This move has been way too long coming and JBJ is not getting any younger. He's 35 now. Depending on how this goes, he could be 36 when he debuts at heavyweight in 2023. Three years is a long time to be out of the cage. So maybe a lesser tune-up fight is what is needed. Do I want Nganu or Miocic? Of course. But if it's gotta be Sergei Spivak, then so be it. Just get the arguable greatest fighter ever back in the octagon this year before it's too late. Please and thank you. Big ol' shout out to Luke Taylor for putting this one together. The guy is beasting 25-8 to steal a phrase. Please show him some socials love. Go follow Ben Rosette if you're into the sweet tunes he provides, and of course you are. And like and subscribe to start 2023 off right. What fight are you most looking forward to next year? How many of ours do you think will actually happen? The answer is 10, but I still want to hear what you have to say in the comments. That's the video. Thanks for the cheese. Catch you later. Thank you.